What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. This week is a special week. You're going to enjoy this a lot. Um, number one, I want to just give a shout out to Matt Cantrell. When we recorded this, Matt was um, he was away. He was on vacation. Uh, it took Matt uh, three or four whole weeks to decide that he needed a vacation. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's been on vacation while we've recorded this. But I want to introduce you guys uh, to one person you've not met on here at all. His name's Luke Nola. Luke, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. You wrote the Gospel of Luke. Is this, no. is this right? Incorrect. Oh, incorrect. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you're famous for other reasons. You're famous because you come from the famous Nola pizza family. Correct. That is true, yes. That's true. Okay. One of those is true. The other, okay. Yeah. We're also joined by nothing other than Pew Pew Pew, Aaron Pew. What's up, everyone? That was a cool way to do that. Uh, nailed it. Aaron uh, has set us up today on a, I mean, we are professionally set up. New mics, new everything. It just feels like we're legit as all get out today. Is that because Matt's not here? Yeah, it probably is. We needed to increase the professionalism. (laughs) (laughs) We we give Matt a hard time. Not he's our favorite redhead. If you can have a favorite redhead, (laughs) (laughs) my favorite redhead's Wendy's. Oh wow! (laughs) Second favorite redhead then. Second. Second. (laughs) Um, Man, well, it's been a great week. We're in the middle of uh, We the Church series. The weather has been awesome. Uh, 50, 60 degrees. It's been great. Um, have either of you been out golfing at all this week? <laughs> no. 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 Okay. I well, walked the dogs the other day. Walking the dogs. That's good. That's 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 at least something outside. Aaron, anything? Um, I got in and out of my car several <laughs> times. And, no, I, I mean, roll the window down. It's beautiful out. That's yeah. true. That's true. If you guys don't remember, Aaron gets up at... Too 2.30? 2.20 2.20 a.m. every day because he opens the downtown YMCA. Um, and and so he's he's up at 2.30 a.m. in bed. What typically you're in bed by? Um, usually I try and be in bed by 8. Um, but, yeah, somewhere in that neighborhood. That's that's commitment. But you, that's that's the reason why you also know everyone in Wichita. Well, you say your dad, but also you you work the front desk of everybody who works downtown, basically. Yeah. You just know everybody. And what's impressive, I was going to say this the other day. I'll, I'll stand in there, and we're talking early morning, and you know everybody's names that comes in. Just about. Uh, no, I, 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 I don't know. I, I've never seen you not know someone's name. And without looking, skipping a beat, you're just, that's, that's impressive. That that four to eight or that four thirty to eight crowd, I know pretty well. You see the same they, people yeah, over and over. They're pretty consistent. And after eight, I know about fifty percent of them. I think some some people will not believe that I go and and maybe work out as consistently as I do. Can you can you vouch for me? Like what gets said about my workouts? I, I can vouch that you're in the building. <laughs> <laughs> but what does that mean? I mean, I'm not on the third floor to to see it happen. Oh, okay, so. okay. Um, but for instance, Justice, uh, yesterday he came down, I, was, I said, how was your workout? And he goes, well, I did a little bit more talking than <laughs> working out. Maybe I said, 
you were hanging out with Travis, weren't you? Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Justice, who is now our our bona fide Chiefs, Chiefs fan, yes, yeah. like man, pulling out pulling out the outfit. Well, it's of working. The scent you did. It, I think you can give him credit for that victory. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Also, let's just say when Justice came on stage the other day, uh, did you notice he didn't take the stairs? He just he jumped. Just box jumped. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man. It was incredible. Yeah, it was. It's because he was in shorts. That's true. He Short shorts. <laughs> yeah, short helps with the box jumps. <laughs> um, no, it was awesome. Uh Today, I uh, want you guys to get to know Luke a little bit. Um, not the gospel writer, but <laughs> the, the, the pizza creator. What is your job title? What uh, is your job title over there? I do a little bit of everything. Uh, make dough, uh, cook, do prep. We need to come up with a creative... You know how people give themselves creative job uh, titles? You did say you give great nicknames. I haven't heard one. <laughs> Well, you be the judge of that. I gave Blake and I, I saw on a sled at the Y. We're working out. We, we hardly ever use this sled, but it was there. And on the side of it, it says, one side says tank, and the other side says torque. And so I was <laughs> like, oh, great nicknames for me and Blake, tank and torque. And we'll just. Say who's who. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> torque sounds more serious. You know, tank's just. The heavy roll through, right. you know, but torque is like, man, this guy could cause some issues. Um, but I think we could give you a job title like, you know, pizza creative analyst or something like that. Analyst. <laughs> yeah. Because you design, you know, you've got special prep. I don't know. I, there's something we can do. We can we can create something where you would say it and people might not know. Yeah, exactly. like it's way more important than it right. actually is. Well, that's, everybody wants to be more important than they are, so that's <laughs> why true. you, that's why you create names and stuff like that. Yeah, if I ever have a name badge, I'll come to you. <laughs> <laughs> deal, deal. Uh, Luke, tell us, tell us more about yourself. Uh, married, you got kids. Tell, just give us the rundown of what what do we need to know about Luke Nola. Okay, yeah. So uh, I am married. I've uh, been with my wife since we were got together when we were 19, and I'm now 36. So experienced a lot of life together. Uh, three kids. We started really early. Our first was uh, 21 years old. So Owen, who will be 15 here in about two weeks, and then our daughter Ellie, who's 12, and then our four-year-old Drake, who he was the big gap in between. Uh, I always wanted more. Tristan was on the fence, and she finally gave in to that one. That's awesome. Um, we uh, actually know each other because when I first came to Wichita, I worked at a I worked at Riverlawn on mm-hmm. the north side of town, and um, they had a church league basketball team, and so we'd go play basketball at this church league. But there was one particular team. <sighs> That just, you know, when we play, it was always close. It was always physical. Got under each other's skin a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we did. And, and and it was you and your brother, Aaron, and yes. a few other guys that over the years we would end up kind of. Yeah, we played with each other, I think, one time. Yeah, yeah. But Every there was, time it was contentious. Against... Yeah. I mean, there was <laughs> trash talk, elbows thrown. And so that's actually. It wasn't very churchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
church league, church basketball leagues never are very churchy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's probably like my, that's my first memory, obviously. Yeah, that was of, 2009. Of yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So yeah, it's been um, almost 15 years. Yeah. Yeah. But this last year, we spent a lot of time together. Uh, we're in a hub together, um, but really, we we did. We we ran the marathon. Here it together. comes. Yeah, we ran the marathon. <laughs> he built up. It was perfect. I shouldn't say we ran the marathon together. We completed the marathon together. I mean, same time we crossed that finish line together. Um, I think we started cramping up at the same time. Mile sixteen. Yep. Mile sixteen. Everything was perfect that day. We were running a good pace. Weather was great. It was cool in the morning. Yeah. I mean, I I was feeling good, but the night before we should we should probably tell like what yeah the mistake was <laughs> we ate Texas Roadhouse. Thanks, Skyler. <laughs> the night before, because <laughs> Skyler was adamant we go and have this big meal, probably just way too much sodium, way too much salt, and then not we cramped water. up. Oh, yeah, not enough water. <laughs> I mean, I love Texas Roadhouse, but the only thing. You should be doing after eating Texas Roadhouse is sleeping. I mean, <laughs> definitely not. Well, okay, we did. Race. We slept. We we had it the night Just, before. Yeah. Don't run twenty six miles the next morning. Yeah, yeah. We we different pregame next time. <laughs> next time, yes. We we talked about this when we were running. Actually, you and I had a meal at we we ate at um, uh, in the mall. The Tony Small oh, chicken. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what that place is called. It it was like some. She's Chinese always out food. there giving yeah. you samples. Yeah, but we both said we felt great yeah. after that yeah, meal. That's true. And we had some of our best runs <laughs> after Tony Small <laughs> Chinese food. So maybe there's something. Yeah. Maybe there's something to that. I don't know. But we had neither, neither of us had ever run a marathon, and we completed it. And. Uh, people are, have written stories about it since. <laughs> it's a legend. <laughs> no, we actually really wish we could do it again because it was it was kind of a struggle. I do. I kind of do want to do it again. I know that you mentioned doing the Olympic triathlon next. Uh, I, I want to. We got to. We got to figure that out. We got to figure out what is what is next. But uh, marathon was fun. If our bodies would hold up again for another one. Yeah. I think I got Tristan. She might want to do a half. Yeah. Which is a lot. That's a marathon for her. That, well, like you, like you, what you would make it, it would be funny things you'd say. Like you'd get Tristan out there and she'd do get a mile in or yeah. something like that, and then it was like I'm done. And well, it's hard. I see her point of view because she's five two. I'm six two. So the height difference. I'm even when I slow down, I'm just moving in front of her. We can't like you and I just ran side by side and talk the entire time and she can't yeah. do that. Or she feels like she has to keep up with me and then she can't breathe. So bit of a stride. Yeah. Dif- yeah. Bit of a stride difference. And yeah. So maybe you got to calibrate and come back and meet her. I told her I would just go as slow as possible. I didn't just know until Jack told us you should be able to have a conversation while you run. Like that was new to me. Yeah, Jack just, is not human. <laughs> no, he's really not. Why don't people say that about me? You try to run 60 miles, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you pull that off and have a conversation while doing it. Yeah. Now, Jack Jack is on a whole Although other he did, uh, level. Although he sent us a video right after he finished that, and 
He looked like death. Yeah, he he was. I was surprised actually because I didn't think I'd ever see Jack in a vulnerable state, <laughs> yeah. and he was. Well, it didn't help. Didn't he have like terrible weather? Like, yeah, it was, I think it was like rain. changing clothes every five miles. Or it was yeah. cold and rainy. It was. Yeah, it was really bad. It was. It was a. Uh, yeah, and it was like thirty degrees, mm-hmm. raining sideways. It was awful. So, um, but what's what's interesting, uh. Luke is like over the last year, year and a half. Um, you've been coming to church, you uh, part of the hub, whatever. But you have also shared like my I I one of my favorite authors is is John Mark Comer, mm-hmm. um, A J Soboda, like different different people like that. But like you've you share in that. Um, you've you've read through some of his stuff and even yeah. are watching like some sermons yeah. that he preached I'm pretty deep into comer um yeah i've read his books he just got his new one uh practicing the way he just yeah. just came out but uh yeah he's got all of the sermons from like years now on spotify that i'm just kind of listening to one a day yeah over different topics and more more so i think what i've like this is why i don't know i don't know how to frame this necessarily but your your growth over the last years like been pretty amazing um in in just what you've like leaned into so i don't know it's like maybe just walk us through or talk us through what has god done in your life the last year Oh, or man. <laughs> maybe that's. <laughs> I mean, it's not loaded. You can't you can't see his face, but his eyes went. Whoa, okay. Everything really. Just highlight. I mean, just you don't have to go. Like, obviously, you don't have to go into like you know super detail, but like, dude, like, I don't know. Like, you have. It's like you you take in information. You you. Uh, you eat the word, man. You 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 are growing like crazy and and passionate. And um, I wanted to ask you about the Sabbath stuff in just a little bit. But like first, like like what's God been doing in your life over the last year that's just made all the difference? Well, uh, well, we started at the district literally in January last year, so it's been about a that's right right out of year. Yeah, and we yeah. came here because my cousin um, Joe Knapp. He uh, started going here, and my cousin is his ex-wife, so they were married, and they came to Christmas here. They mentioned you, and I was like, I know Travis. So That basketball knucklehead. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there was a connection right away, and I think when we walked in, uh, I think the smaller community was awesome. Um, We felt at home. We felt noticed, which was a really, really cool thing. I feel like when you walk anywhere, somebody notices you. But I think God has done a lot for me personally because – I'm a quiet person. I'm introverted for the most part. Um, he's helped me break out of that, I think, somewhat um, yeah. through you, through my wife. Because before I didn't do hub, small group, like I was not interested in being vulnerable or talking in front of a bunch of people, which yeah. I feel like has changed a lot over the last year. Um, yeah. Or just having communication with you or Matt or anybody, Skyler. I mean, I've had just friendships that I've not had in my entire life. Um, my dad and I didn't have a great relationship. So like, I remember praying, you know, at Hub, you prayed. I just asked like, what's the art of forgiveness? How do you go about doing this? Mm. Him and my mom kind of went through and 
not so great divorce, but uh, now we talk every single day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he's changing the way, uh, I think in the past, I, like what I told you last week, I did the Enneagram test. I'm a, a peacemaker. So mm-hmm. in the past, I, uh, I kind of just find myself going to the background of things and um, maybe not voicing my opinion so much. So I feel like God is really guiding me through that, even as wow. in my marriage, um, my day-to-day life, the way I want to parent my kids, um, just trying to talk about Jesus and everything in front of my kids more too, just so it doesn't take them 36 years to really have a real relationship with Jesus. And mm. uh, I've been really encouraged, like you said, like the Sabbath, I think they were both kind of really worried this past Sunday when we take away their game controllers, their phones. And it's like, there was a time when you used to be able to be bored and this yeah. generation does not know that. Like, yeah. um, when you come up at a red light, you reach for your phone or whatever they're yeah. doing. You go to a grocery line, you're on your phone, you wake up, you're all over, you're on your phone. Yeah. It's just a constant. So you take that away and just like have time to, Yeah. but I feel like God has really slowed me down and I'm just, trying to as much as I can grow every single day in whatever I can. Yeah. That's, that's what's, I think what's cool about God size change is you can see it and you can hear it. And that like is so true of you. Like our conversations, I, and I think that's, that's another thing that is really, um, fascinating about growth, especially like in the church is like, it's, it's, it's the conversations we'd have like on a early morning run yeah. where we're talking about life and uh, then at hub where we're sharing that conversation with other people and we're yeah. leaning in with other, you know, like there just is, is a, is a proximity principle that I think is so key. Yeah. Well, the before, yeah. Like when it came to problems in life, just being more of a quiet person, I would just, withdraw and almost try to handle it myself. Yeah. And uh, that's one thing I have learned this last year is like God wants you to be in community. He wants you to be around people. Other people have experienced or they're going through the same thing or they will in the future. Yeah. And if you bring it up and talk about it, I mean, it could help somebody when they eventually go through something like that or somebody can give you wisdom that you didn't see from a certain perspective or somewhere along those lines. Wow. Um, yeah, the, uh, the movement then into, you know, kind of like not, not being in church and then getting a part of church. And then obviously like the way you've also like led your family to, to engage, um, how you and Tristan have both leaned in and, um, has, has been like, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's a neat story. It's, it's, it's refreshing to see and all of that kind of stuff. But, but I, and I told, I've told you this before, like you're, you're, you might be introverted, but that doesn't mean that, I mean, you're, you're as reflective and you have, you, you're able to, you have like, um, a good, uh, ability to like examine your own thoughts and mm-hmm. words and actions and, you can just kind of see your your passion growing for influence and leadership, even like, and yeah. I, you know, which is which is just really be, cool. Yeah, to, that's life changing, right there. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's, but that's but so, that's yeah, that's the that's the, that's the crazy thing, man. That 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 it happens like that because I think you you that's the that's the circle of blessing. It's like you get blessed to bless others. 
Mm-hmm. Like God doesn't bless us so that the blessing would stop. He blesses us so that the blessing would continue. So like every aha moment that we have in the kingdom is like meant to then yeah. give to others. Well, that's kind of what I was doing the paperwork for Hub. And it, there's a question semi like that. And I think it really is a lot of, it's momentum. Yeah. It just keeps building. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's, that's a good word. That's yeah. a good word to, to put with that. Um, one of those things too that, okay, so you, you did recently was Sabbath and, uh, um, we've, we've talked about it before, but, but I think when we say Sabbath, a lot of people think there might be a lot of things that come to people's minds, but, uh, but tell us like what you mean, like what, what, like what you guys did with Sabbath and how that went for you. So I heard about it when I was reading, uh, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, Homer's right. book. Um, I think I brought it up initially. Uh, my wife, uh, with like like I said, a 15, a 12, and a 4-year-old, it's really difficult to try to make everybody slow down. Um, my wife has a really important job at the VA. She's a manager, so she's got, you know, I don't know how many people under her, so she's constantly busy. And uh, But uh, I think it's just... Um, just getting everybody to slow down. Like I was saying earlier about the phones, like day to day, I think the kids, they go through school, they come home, they're on a video games, yeah. phones. Uh, even I'm guilty of it too. Like we don't understand how many times, like, uh, you know, I was reading and you go to a grocery line or whatever, you're on your phone, you don't communicate with people anymore. You're on Facebook, you're on yeah. social media, you're doing something or other. So getting somebody like, as a group of people of five, and it is hard with a four-year-old because... <laughs> he has no idea what we're doing. Like yeah. day to day, he would get on my phone. Like my phone, pretty much is his at this point. I don't have anything other than, you know, what's basic on the iPhone. It's just his games. Yeah, his his games. So I'm like, you can't have like this today. Yeah. <laughs> so all day he kept coming up and asking. But really, just so we woke up. Um, we started. It's supposed to be 24 hours. We did a 12 hour one just to kind of get the kids He's in. Yeah, yeah. Start where we were. Um, so we took their phones. Um, Took uh, the PlayStation controller, the TV controllers. Uh, we came to service Sunday morning, just worshipped. We went home, and it was really great because uh, typically in our family lives, the older two are getting a little more where they like to do their own thing. Yeah. So son's bedroom is in the basement, and daughter's is down the hallway. So they get home from school or wherever, and then they're gone until it's time to eat. Yeah. So we got home, and we made lunch together. Um just kind of went over a teaching. We're going through this teaching online. Um, it's called Practicing the Way, but he's got this whole teaching on the Sabbath. So just, I mean, it was like a 30-minute video, but the kids got to listen to a little more information on why it's important. Like, God rested, so why wouldn't we want to rest? But, like, to fully wrap your head around it. But then took a nap. My daughter read. You know, I'm not a big napper because it affects the way I sleep at night most yeah, times. Yeah, I'm the same way. So, but I took a nap and then we walked the dogs which you don't do and that was an adventure in itself we have a two-year-old lab doesn't know how to walk she would run i mean she'd stop at my hip and then 100 miles an hour until the leash stops her yep. and it was just a repetitive thing but i mean we went for a walk we came home we lit some candles we all made dinner together just sat down and talked and it was really the first time i think that as a family we've maybe even prayed as a whole group at the table like owen actually prayed ellie said she doesn't know how (laughs) yeah i mean so like i'm really looking forward to seeing her growth there but uh 
Yeah, and then we just watched a family movie. But I think overall, it was great. And I know it was only the first time, but I I feel like moving forward, it really is going to be a day to like really look forward to um, slowing down, just eliminating any outside noise, just uh, being with each other, being with God. Yeah, I think um, the one I love that you're you're taking it in, not just because I think when people think Sabbath, they can make it religious or whatever, but but you can also you just kind of think like just rest. And so one of the things that stood out when Nicole and I started looking at it was God doesn't necessarily say here's the law you have to keep the Sabbath and uh, make it a law kind of thing because because when you when you turn it into that, you kind of miss out on what the blessing is of the Sabbath, and that rest is, I I have a holiday every week, basically. Yeah. With, like, I'm looking forward to resting, and then there was, a, there was another thing that was really eye-opening, which was the preparation day for Sabbath. So yeah. our rest days, if you will, so we just take the word Sabbath off, but our rest days or our days off were like running around and getting a ton of things done. So we would go grocery shopping. That's kind of where we're at. Yeah. Saturday's going to be our get everything done day. Yeah. Which, which when you think about it, you don't rest if you're running errands. You don't rest if you're going back and forth. And so, and, and he, and he talks about this in Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, but he says the Sabbath is where you, where you don't worry, you don't work, you don't want. Yeah. And we, th- we started thinking about those three things like, wow, to stop doing those three things on that day means we're letting our minds be free. We're, letting, we're not trying to get anything done or accomplished. We're not trying to check something off the list where we're literally resting from those things that we think need to be done, mm, and, and we're trusting that... That's where we are, like every day. We all, yeah. I think all everybody has a mental checklist. Um, it is really hard to like all of a sudden just not today. Yeah, we're not doing anything. I'm not gonna work. Like, I don't know about you, but like Sunday, I have to go to work the next day. So all day, I'm kind of like, oh, I gotta go back to work tomorrow. You start thinking about in the future instead of just like being in the present. Yeah, and that's a big, I think, yeah, area of growth that I'm trying to reach right there is just presence. You ruin the peace of the present. Yeah. Because you're worrying you're, about something else. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, so, so. Um, anyways, like, like getting into that practice is. Uh, I was telling. I remember telling you and others like the first time that Nicole and I ever did it with the kids. We we had it was like awesome. You know, we took the phones <laughs> yeah. and put them to the side, and we had dinner together and went on a walk to friends. You and. Um, you know, like did a little worship communion. Uh, we're um, watching a movie. We're staying up late. We're not. We're not connected to anything other than one another and and God. And um, and as we're going to bed, our our house, like our the the, <laughs> the our ceiling and everything up in our upstairs, like most most of our walls and ceiling are plaster. Mm-hmm. And for we didn't know it at the time, but like this three by three foot section of ceiling collapsed in our, in our bedroom. It was like, 
What this, was that all about? <laughs> we, we were resting. We're trying to just have peace. And then this whole thing happens. It was an, a, an AC line upstairs. It was like just slowly dripping on the plaster and it had like gotten so heavy and it collapsed. But it didn't fall on anybody. It, no, it didn't fall on anybody. But I mean, this was, I mean, it was just like, it was, it was, it was funny because it felt like a little bit of like, a, all right, Satan's trying to steal our our joy and our peace. Um, I don't want to take that too far, but like, you know, we, the one time we try to rest, yeah, that happens, you know, and it was, and not only the one time we try to rest, but we were resting and it was like, there was a different feel to it because we had gotten everything done. We had like cleaned the house and we had, the cars were good. The, we, we weren't, we weren't working. I wasn't double-minded and I was really just present with my family and then that you know so it was like man why is this got to take place on this particular day and you know whatever <laughs> so um but I I do think I think it's such a a lost practice um and I think it's so and 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 this is the other thing I'll say and I don't know if you guys it was more difficult to do it's or more difficult to keep up with to to yeah. keep well, doing we've only done it the one so but we will see, yeah. That's yeah. what I was already thinking about, like, because we took the TV away. I'm like, the Super Bowl is in two weeks. I guess I'm not watching. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm not a Chiefs fan anyway, <laughs> so I don't really care. <laughs> You're a tuna fan, right? We'll, we'll edit that out. Oh. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a Dolphins fan. We didn't say that before. It was a tragic end. Wait, there's like, time. Uh, you make the third Dolphins fan I've ever met in Wichita in my life. I, I know, like, two other people who are... Well, my dad grew up in Florida in the 70s when Miami was, like, the team. So I've not... Dan Marino? No, not Dan Marino. No, but they went undefeated Okay. in 72 yeah. Yeah. and all that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, he got to watch Marino in, through the 80s, and I got the tail end of, like, when I can actually remember that kind of stuff. But Yeah. So that's where it came from, that you're... Yeah, we haven't had the success like the Chiefs have had the last <laughs> handful of years. I don't know what that's like. Uh, my wife and I went up to Kansas City a couple of weeks ago, and it was negative 22 to watch us lose in the I playoffs. forgot. I forgot you went to that game. <laughs> uh, it was painful for multiple reasons, like uh, yeah. the loss, but just the cold. It was unreal how... The environment, like people's beers, whatever it is, we're just right. frozen. Frozen solid. Yeah. Well... I uh we talked to Kobe like you and Doug Irby. Doug Doug Irby went as well. <laughs> he but showed up and played drums the next day. Too. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. <laughs> um but I, people kept saying their feet was the most painful oh, yeah. thing. And we kept hearing the stand on cardboard which we tried and I didn't Dude. I don't know if there's like a certain degree where that helps or what, but I we reached a point where it did not didn't even it hurt. Matter. Fingers and toes hurt. My eyelashes were frozen and I never experienced anything like that before. Yeah. Doug said he had a mask and like the moisture from his breath was like just freezing on the mask. So his mask Man. was yeah, frozen. That's the way ours was. We had face covers and it was just ice on the front of them. That is. He had to like keep pulling it down so he could breathe. That's wild. <laughs> that's wild. So uh, just hearing you talk about, um, you know, recognizing the Sabbath, uh, it brings to mind a couple of things. One, it's, um, it was interesting. I was just telling Nicole when she was in here earlier. Um, somehow we were talking about Sabbath. When I was in Dallas, I used to see on Saturday mornings, I'd go get like uh, Panera or Einstein bagel or something like that. And there was a large Jewish synagogue like 
in the neighborhood that I lived in, and I would see people walking to temple on Saturday mornings because they they were um, very um, like Orthodox mm-hmm. Jews, and so they didn't believe in even driving right to temple. And so, but what was cool about it, it wasn't like they were like, oh, I gotta walk to temple. They were out there as a family mm-hmm. walking together. They yeah. had, you know, their yarmulkes and their prayer shawls on. And the first time I saw it, I was just, it was almost alien to me just because I'd never seen that yeah. really here in town. I knew it existed. But, um, and I just, I was like, that's kind of cool, you know, that it's a family thing for them. It wasn't like we have to do this. It was, yeah. And, and hearing you talk about it, it's, you know, we have, Sunday has been given over to so many things and and you know like there's a lot of things that I enjoy Sunday for you know football or you know just right. different things like but we've we've gotten to the point with so many of those things where we've given Sunday over to those things um almost entirely and we're like oh we got church in the morning and football for the next 8 hours mm, after that right that and has once been, that has been yeah, me and yeah that's I'll be the first person to say I've I've been like that too um but it, what's cool is it sounds like it's like a reclaiming of of that not just that day but that that time that's good with family um taking like like taking back sunday like uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> didn't that I was going to drop like that reference not <laughs> feeling the pull from other things yeah yeah um, that's that's really cool. I, uh, but, uh, dude, I think that's such a that's a really good word to use for it. Reclaiming because I think you kind of have to. It's a very intentional. You, it's real, and this is what's hard. You, you have to say there's going to be something that's going to come up that you're going to want to do or yeah. feel pulled to do, and no one's going to say no to those things except for you. You have to reclaim that. You have that. to be willing yeah. to. Yeah, like yeah. Tristan was telling her dad he came to town last week. Like, well, if you guys do family things on Sundays, we're not going to be able to make it. And, you, I mean, they were supportive, but you can kind of see in people's faces, like, what are you guys doing? Right. We One of the things we talked about in the in, uh, that we just talked about yesterday, when it comes to, we talked about this idea of, like, church every everywhere, every day. And one of the things that's going to, like, we want to take the gospel with us wherever we go, every, every relationship, all that. And that's how we proclaim it. That's how we, like, preach it and talk about it. But there's also the way that we model it so that people can see it. And I think one of the ways people are going to see, like, the gospel working in us is through slowing down. Mm-hmm. I think slowing down is actually countercultural. Because the world says, like, speed up, go faster, do well, more. Yeah. Well, like I said, this is a world full of distractions at this point. Yeah. At your fingertips. You literally have the world at your fingertips with your phone. Right, right. And, um, gosh, I was reading it in, in the Celebration of Disciplines. Like, we think that the world is asking for, you know, more intelligent people, more gifted people. But really what the world needs is more deep people. And to be and and to be deep is is in some way to be connected with your with the people in your life, connected with God, to actually live every day more fully means that you're just more deeply connected. And it's hard to be deeply connected if everything is very fast and very uh, you know speedy or 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 distracted, yeah. right? Like um, 
that's like Homer talks about, you know, Satan doesn't want to make you do really evil things. He just wants to distract you into oblivion. Yeah. And, um, and, and so, and, and so just reclaiming part of your life to slow down, I think is hard, but so fulfilling, so worth it. And ultimately like shows, shows what the gospel is. Um, it's, it's, it's rest. I mean, that's, that's, that's the other cool thing. Like theologically, the gospel is your works don't save you rest in the work that Jesus has done for you. So, so, and, and Sabbath was not, was not introduced as law. It was introduced in the creation order where God rested. And why does he rest? It's not because he was tired because God doesn't get tired. He's an energy source in and of himself. When the, when the bush is burning in front of Moses, it doesn't take. A, it, he's not burning the wood and destroying something. It's he's just the flame, yeah. right? Yeah. And so he doesn't need to sleep. He's doing. He rests on the seventh day to show us the way life should go. We should work hard, and then we should rest and fully trust that he's he's got it. You know, in his hands. Yeah, and I like the way he put it. And um, I think it was one of the um, sermons. He said it's nice. I know you can't do it Sunday because it's like a day of work for you. But like for us, it's like you start your week with a day of rest rather than starting with the work day. Yeah, I really think that's neat. That's that. I think that's idea. Yeah, we do. We we do ours. Our the best time we found is Friday evening to Saturday, where as soon as the kids get out of school, um, yeah, to just go home and our kids love it when they see us turn our phones off. It's, it's your kids don't have phones. Right. That's true. (laughs) Or we're a little, little younger still, but like, but they love it when they see us go, it's family time. Like hundred percent attention. Yes. 1000%. Yep. Yep. You said a hundred percent. I said a thousand percent, a hundred percent. I agree with you. hundred (laughs) percent. Yeah. Well, I th- I think uh, and and that like what you're saying, Aaron, like to see those families going and and that was the other thing that struck me about thinking about Sabbath was that in the Jewish calendar they had a holiday every week. Yeah, it was seen as like a the, a time they looked forward to. Yeah, and it talked about like on Saturday everybody's out, but then it's like just imagine being here in town, nothing is open on Sunday. It's like yeah. a ghost town because everybody's yeah. participating in the Sabbath. Right. Well, and think about Christmas. When Christmas, ha- like on Christmas Day, once a year, everyone, no one's out. Except quick trip employees. <laughs> yeah. Those God bless them. Nurse, God bless them. <laughs> nurses and everything like that. Yeah, is quick trip open on Christmas? Yeah. Quick Trip doesn't have locks on the doors, if that gives you any kind of... Oh, my goodness. Sure Are you serious? I, I don't think they have locks on the doors. Oh, wow. I could be totally wrong. That's... kind of made that up, but... No, like... That's... You're right, though. So I don't know if I've seen them close. I uh, I pulled into Quick Trip one time, and I see my buddy Scott Hopper, Hopper's Glass. Right. He's there, and they're installing a new window. I was like, what happened? And he, he was like, some old man, you know, plowed through the front of the... Quick trip. This is over at Washington and Douglas, one of the busiest ones in town. Right. And I was like, "Oh man, has, have they been closed for a while?" And he's like, "No, no, they closed long enough to sweep up the glass oh, and gosh. move the car." <laughs> and they were they were slinging drinks again. You know? Man, that's quick trip for you. That's a good point. I, I I never I guess I never thought about that. Yeah, but yeah, because I always I always hit up quick trip on the yeah. Christmas morning. <laughs> 
No, that's good. Um, yeah. So I think if people didn't know much about you before this, they know everything they need to know now. Miami Dolphins fan. <laughs> married to Tristan. Yeah, she's the extrovert. She's the extrovert. <laughs> yes, she's the extrovert. So what's cool is, you, you know, you said earlier, you said you're, you're kind of a, more of a quiet guy. And um, and what's funny is I get on stage and I'm and I, you know, my job, I'm I'm, you know, interacting with people. I tend to be more quiet when I'm like when I can be. It's just kind of my kind of default setting. Yeah. Um, but what you said was really cool. And I, today's a great example of it, you know. You said something to the effect of, you know, like being vulnerable with your community, with your hub or sharing, you know, any kind of struggles because you you never know when like that's going to, you know, affect someone when they're they're going to go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they were going through this or they had that kind of struggle. And so, like, this is a great thing because other than, you know, maybe listening to this podcast later or um, having a conversation with you about I wouldn't have known that you were. Um, doing this whole Sabbath thing. And I think it's awesome. And I think a mm-hmm. lot of people are going to hear this and just go, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's, I think it's as much a, I think it's a spiritual discipline, like reading your Bible, you know? Yeah. And, and, and this, and then this is the other, like, it's almost an act of rebellion to slow down, to go, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Your flesh no. fights it. Yeah. Yeah. I know your flesh does. Yeah. You want to do something. Like, you, it shouldn't you, be this quiet. Yeah, yeah like you, yeah, your yeah, your instinct now. Like if you're, say you're watching TV and it's a commercial, you're like, oh, I'm gonna get on my phone. Or I mean, like you don't know how to slow your brain down. It has to have something going on all the time. Yeah, and that does like, that does something to the soul. You know, I think that's what we don't maybe take into account enough is like, what we consume ends up shaping us in ways we don't realize that's i mean it's it's like discipleship um everyone's being discipled right now it's yeah. the question is by what and you're most a disciple of something yes yes it's not like oh hey you you've committed discipleship when you say yes to jesus is like you're being discipled by something right now it's just it's just what what is it that's discipling you or who is it that's discipling you um so yeah so true that's a good that's a good conversation. Anything else we need to any other deep theological principles we need to pull out and I'm not there yet. I know this whole thing we're going through is gonna have silence and solitude, which will be a really interesting one. Yeah. Cause I think it's almost like meditation, but like getting to the point where you can be quiet and actually not have a million thoughts flood into your brain. Like yeah. that's gonna be a fun one. But there's also fasting, like Keeping that up, doing stuff like that, the kids are not going to love that one. That one's <laughs> that, and and uh, that's that's interesting. I'm reading through Richard Foster's um, Celebration of Discipline right now, and the first chapter is is meditation, and so becoming still. And like the silence part for me, I think, will be easy because I'm quieter of a person. But like just clearing your mind totally, and like yeah letting things kind of bubble to the surface, but like having God with you in that and you kind of just surrendering. Yeah. That's going to be a different experience. And being undistracted. Yeah. And, and which will be hard. Yeah. Like I said, Drake is four. (laughs) 
so anything longer than like a minute or two with him. There's never not talking in my house. My quietest time is my 20-minute drive to work. <laughs> Just catch up on your own thinking. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's cool. Any last words, gentlemen, before we, we sign off? So being in the the pizza business, the family business, do you still enjoy pizza? Like Oh, good question. Every day. Yeah. Do you? I'm there Monday through Friday. I have it every day. Yeah. I never have never gotten tired of it. Then I mean, I, that's a great let me let me ask you this. Should you put pineapple on your pizza? I do. You do? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> there are very in the right context. Opinions. I I am not a pineapple guy, but that's fine. You're you're the pro, so I can't. We kind of have to take your word for it. Well, yeah, I'm a picky eater to begin with. There's a lot of things I won't eat, but pineapple I don't mind at all. Aaron, your thought? Uh, I mean, pineapple uh, or no? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like oh, if, if it's if it's done right, um, yeah. Especially like it's got to like. It has to have like a good crust underneath to stand because oh, yeah. pineapple's soft. And so. so I've been making one. It's got pepperoni, ham. I put pineapple and then I put bacon on it and then like a thin layer of just like a little barbecue sauce on top. Mm. It's really, really good. That sounds pretty good. It's <laughs> <laughs> <sounds> really good. <laughs> just then you have people that call in and do like an anchovy and green olive. And that's like, that's disgusting. Wow. So salty. Yeah. And you guys like anchovies is like a, a we have them. It's not yeah. like a very popular one, but they are. Yeah, people get them, and artichokes, and it's weird. Yeah, that's anchovies on a. I don't know. I can't. I honestly, I can't knock it because I don't think I've tried it. I don't want to try it. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be so salty. Like I'm just between the anchovies and olives. Man, might as well just throw a couple of salt shakers on there. <laughs> My one of my favorite pizzas is a uh, like Parmesan or like an Alfredo sauce with like chicken and bacon on it. We can do that. Chicken and bacon Parmesan. Yeah. I mean, that's that's I mean, I don't know. It doesn't feel like pizza, though. It feels like pasta because it's it's not the typical red sauce. Yeah. But people, yeah, people have a lot of opinions about what goes on their pizza. I was going to. Yeah, I bet. I bet there's a lot of. And some people get really, really picky. Like, when they get very upset, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, pizza's as, as probably different as the person that comes in. I mean, that's probably how many different options you can, you can have or feel like you've got. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, pizza's good. Nothing like some za. <laughs> Nothing like <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good word to end on. Well, that and then just Aaron's line. Pizza's good. (laughs) We'll catch you guys next week.